At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We continue Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross and Walshaw coming to you from Circa Sportsbook here in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Hey, Mal. How are you? I'm good. Did you notice that in one week, because last week you lambasted <laughs> yes, me? Yes, I was about to bring it up. Go ahead. Because last week on the show, I shaved the beard. And you said, bad, bad idea, bad choice. And I said, well, it's for mom. I said, in a week, it's going to be, it's already coming back. In two weeks, Grizzly Adams will be right back. Order is restored. Thank you. I appreciate it. Look much better. Got a great show on tap today. Derek Carty's going to join us once again to talk some Major League Baseball. Hour number two, Andy McNeil. Going to talk some NHL. My goodness, how the NHL and the NBA playoffs are changing right before our eyes. Hour number three, Eric Snow is going to be back on the program, a guy who knows all about the NBA Finals and what's happening with Golden State and what we saw last night in Beantown. And let's start there, Maul. And before this series began, I believe you and I were both on the same page that if you liked Golden State, which I did, mm-hmm. pre-tournament, you know, pre-finals, you would take Steph Curry to win MVP yeah. versus Golden State. But at that point, Golden State was favored to win the series. And then it really flip-flopped, and after what happened in Game 3, you could have locked in profit, now depending on how this all plays out, of course, with Steph Curry MVP. But now, I don't know that anybody else on the Golden State Warriors, if they go on and win two out of the next three, is even in consideration for MVP. Like, it's it's already done. He could lay two eggs in Games 5 and 6, and they win Game 5 and 6, it's Steph Curry still MVP. 
Dave, I'm a little bit offended by your assertion that we're even having this conversation. This is not a conversation. This is over and it's done with. Done. My, my question is, is Steph the MVP if Boston wins? Wow. Now that, You got to go back to Jerry West? Yeah. I think, what, 69? But if, if LeBron didn't win it against the Warriors, the year they gave it to Andre Iguodala, should have given it to Steph yeah. Curry. If LeBron didn't win it then. Right. But you, I think your point, though, is a salient one in that who would you give it to for Boston? If uh, they win two out of the next three, who's your MVP? It's one guy and one guy only. Go ahead and guess. It's not Marcus Smart because he no, can't no, no, stop it's not Steph Marcus Curry. Smart. Uh, it would have to be Jalen Brown. Correct. You know, what I don't like is the narrative is pushing Jason Tatum, mm -hmm. but the reality of it is Jalen Brown. You look at Jason Tatum again last night, 8 for 23, shooting 34% in this series, Dave. This guy is not the finals MVP. Jalen no. Brown has been the best player for Boston so far, and I think Steph has been by a large margin – the best player in an NBA final since LeBron the year they lost to the um, Golden State Warriors. You know, a friend of mine sent me a message last night. I didn't see this game. He said Steph was Kobe MJ-esque last night. He, he was it, not in terms of just ability of shooting the ba basketball, I mean, making plays, but more of like, listen, I'm going to go do this. This is it. I I'm going to do this. It was a different Steph Curry. Steph yeah. Curry is one of my favorite players. I, I mean, look, if you love basketball, I don't know how you don't like Steph Curry. I'm sure there's people out there that don't because that's America. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I used to have these conversations with Anton Walker, of course, who won a title with the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics legend. And I remember back in 2014, 2015, they're like, they kind of, it's not like they laughed at stuff, but I'd say, man, he's the best player in the game. They'd look at me like, oh, man. Like, because they were like, he doesn't play defense, right? He's 6'3", okay? And so it was kind of like this thing of, well, how good really is that? Great, great shooter. Maybe now, that I, th I don't know what anybody would doubt that he's the greatest shooter in the history of the game. But I think the NBA heads, the guys that played the game, won titles, kind of looked at him and thought, yeah, nice story, but not the guy. Last night, he was the guy. And if he does this now, Amal, in 2022, this isn't 2014, 2015. And Clay is not, I mean, Clay is, he's not a shell of himself, but he's not Splash Brother 2 anymore. Correct. Right? If he wins this title for Golden State this way, coming off injuries two years ago, last year, not even you know a, a playoff team a year ago, and to do it against a pretty balanced Boston team, which I think we look at as a good team, maybe not a great team, but they're really good NBA Finals team, I think you're going to start having the conversations in those mythical conversations at the mm -hmm. barbershop that Steph Curry is one of the 10 best players to ever play the game. Listen, I don't generally get too wrapped up in the arguments and conversations. I only go based on players I've seen. Like, I would say Jordan's the greatest player I've ever seen. I, I can't, I, right. I can't I, go I, Wilt with yeah, you. Yeah, I can't sit there and Oscar say. Oscar Robertson. But in my opinion, he's probably the greatest player of all time. But I can't. I don't make that argument. It's, first of all, it's pointless. Yes. There's no conclusion. But to your point about Steph, the one thing you mentioned is shooting. And I think we would all agree he's the greatest shooter of all time. But what I think that goes underrated with Steph is his ball handling oh, yeah. and his ability to consistently and constantly move off of screens. Mm -hmm. This guy is nonstop a jitterbug, just cons uh, consistently moving, 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 and that's what makes him so tough. I got to tell you, the only reason I don't like Steph is because Steph hit a shot one time in a game against Oklahoma City that I would like dream of, and he actually oh, did yeah. it in an NBA game. A 30-footer oh, in yeah. your face on the road, like, that's like, that's amazing, right? Like, you, you sit there, like, I thought the Reggie Remember Miller play in New up? York where he took the ball back to the three-point art was sick. For Steph to come down, I'm like, this guy is just unbelievable. Steph is probably one of a couple of guys, and I can't think of too many others, even Larry Joe Bird. When they take a shot, like, you're more surprised when the shot misses. Correct. 
I will say this. I remember that Oklahoma State game so well and that series so well. Down 3-1, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, certainly in their primes. And they come back and win that series in seven. And at that time, there were conversations, because I remember them well, that Clay Thompson was the better of the two Splash Brothers because of defense. That was the talk. Nobody's, nobody's saying that stuff now after what we're seeing. Again, it's, it's, only, it's tied up at two. Boston can very, Boston's been great on the road. They're getting three and a half here in game five. So there's, it's not like we're writing the Boston obit, but when we recap game four, it was the Stephen Curry show. And, and there's 100%. just no other way around that. So now he's minus an hour 45 to be MVP. Don't hop on that train, kids, because that train's already left the tracks. You could have got plus money before the series started. What, is the, what are the odds to be uh, for the Warriors to win the series? 145 as well? Yeah, right now. It has to be. 150. Okay, so you got to take Steph for finals MVP. That's a better bet. It's the same bet. Here's the other thing. There's an advantage. One, it's a cheaper price. And two, Dave, on the off chance that they name him finals MVP even if they lose. It's such a, that is such a tough thing to figure and to wager on. But you're right. He, although I don't think they'll do it, they being the voters, yeah, yeah, yeah. voted on award, it is plausible that you could give it to Steph in a losing effort. But again, I always go back to the Iguodala MVP year and go, you look at LeBron's numbers in that series in defeat, and they were staggering, staggering. So much better than Andre Iguodala. So much better than Steph Curry. And he didn't win MVP. But I think your, your point is still well taken, that you're taking an educated risk, that if he goes superhuman in, say, five, six, and seven, and they lose two of the three, and he puts a 40-40-40, which LeBron was doing, by the way, back in that series, yeah. right? Then I go, maybe they'll switch it. But it's so hard. You don't see it in the Super Bowl anymore. Chuck Howley won the MVP for the Dallas Cowboys uh, in Super Bowl five in a losing mm-hmm. effort. Against the Colts. 16-13. Yep. Yes, sir. So, like, that's how far back you have to go for the NFL to find a losing player that won so, a Super Bowl MVP. LeBron had uh, played 45 minutes, shot 40%. 31% from three, 69% from the free throw line, 13 rebounds, eight assists, and 36 points. Now, here's where I would uh, count. Averaging 36. Here's the counter I give you on Steph, okay? Okay, he has missed, wow, surprisingly, he's missed three free throws so far yeah, in, I know, right? in 21 attempts, 18 for 21, uh, just under 90% there. Here's the, here's the key number, okay. 86% there. Dave, this is where I think why Steph is the MVP regardless of who wins this series. Steph right now in the NBA Finals so far is 25 for 51 from the three-point. My God. Okay? 7 for 14. Not good at math, but that's around 50%. 7 for 14, 6 for 11, 5 for 12, 7 for 14. That is, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Dave. That's sick. If somebody offered me $10,000 to make 25 out of 51 three-pointers from a college line, I couldn't do it. No. This guy's doing it with guys in his grill trying to stop him at every, every turn. He's the guy you have to stop. And they can't. And you look at Clay, 18, Wiggy with 17. And you look at Tatum again. It's, it's interesting. Like, Tatum, when he's, even when he's really good, like he was in game two, they're going to be by 30. You know, it's, it's a weird thing. I, I'm trying to quantify Dave. what's the key to stopping Boston. Is it, it really Tatum or is it more Brown and Smart and Horford? Steph's right now has got 137 points scored. We played, what, four games? So quickly doing the math, that's. 34.75 points, uh, 30, uh, what are we talking, 34 points, uh, four points per game. But you know what they're going to do, Amal. If, if Boston goes back to the Bay 
Tatum puts up 30. They win game five. They go back to Boston. Uh, they still have parquet. And then he puts up another 30 in, in Beantown. They're going to give it to Jason Tatum. They cannot. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. But they I, will. They, no, I, he, I, I think this time they're not going to. I think the series that Steph has had, if he plays this level for the next two games or three games, mm-hmm. he is the finals MVP regardless of result. You don't want a 34% shooter. Look, I, I, I get the argument everybody had a, on um, LeBron against Andre Iguodala. LeBron shot 40%. But he averaged 36 a game. You know how many guys in the NBA could average 36 if they shot 40% and they just chucked up the ball? In the NBA Finals? I'm not saying necessarily in the NBA Finals, but this is what this is MJ's greatness, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he just yes. never he never struggled to shoot the basketball. No All I'm saying is if you're 25 for 51 beyond the arc, oh. you're the focal point. Play by the way, nobody's gonna talk about this if the Warriors win the title. They are stuck with these albatross of a contracts with Draymond and, and Clay. Clay's owed 91 million over the next two years. And Draymond's around, I don't know, 50, 60 million, whatever it is. These guys are shells of themselves. The, the injuries have impacted Clay being out the last couple of years, knee and ACL. That's I'm sorry, why, knee and, uh, um, that's why what, what Steph is doing is even that much more incredible. Again, he's getting some help when you see 18 and 17. But, my God, he scored 43 of the 107. I mean, on the ROAD. That, that's just – you just that, – that stuff we saw last night was stuff of legend. And so I, you might be right. Maybe minus $1.45 is not the worst idea. No, you have to if you're going to take the Warriors to win the series because you're getting a nickel cheaper, and he could potentially win it if they if they don't win it. But I'm just saying I like your argument, Counselor, that he might win the thing no matter what. I, I think he's winning. It's a great point. We'll break down Game 5 when you come back with us right here. Betting Cross America on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Continuing betting across America with Mal Shaw. I am Dave Ross here at Circus Sportsbook looking up. Got some day baseball going on. Of course, the Win Twins are winning right now. Bottom three, four, three over the Rays. We got the Sox. Tony La Russa. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, my goodness. What a firestorm with Tony La Russa. Two nothing right now. They lead Texas. Is he going to get fired? I don't think so. We'll see. They've had Jimenez and, of course, uh, Tim Anderson on the shelf. Tim Anderson's been terrific against lefties this year, 15 for 30. He's out, but uh, with Martin Perez on the mound. Uh, I got this game here under eight. Um, both teams have had ducks on the pond in every inning, only capitalizing in the bottom of the second. Really fortuitous for G- uh, Lucas Giolito and for um, Martin Perez so far. Uh, Dave, I want to real quickly go back to this uh, Steph Curry yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. 147 minutes played so far in this NBA Finals. Okay. Out of a possible 192, 137 points scored during that stretch. Um, you know, not overwhelming. 25 assists. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. 25 rebounds, and he's got uh, 15 assists. So those numbers may not be staggering, but I, I can't get away from the 25. No, it's it's unbelievable to think about. 25 of 51. Yes. It's I mean 18 for 21 from the free throw line. He's yeah. I, it is, it's mind-boggling numbers that he's putting up, and the series is tied. 
Now, here's the thing with Steph. If people recall, 48 hours ago, Steph Curry might not play. That that that's why that? that's why I took Boston yesterday because I thought because of him He's being out of the up. lineup. Yeah, exactly. He's got the um, foot. He was like holding his midsection, yeah. right? And Steph, it was like Daniel Russo is going to fight. All right, that's what the All Valley Karate Championship. Just want to put a closing argument. One other thing on the against the anti-LeBron argument, pro Steph here. Steph has taken ninety-four shots in this series. He's made forty-seven of them. You didn't like my Karate Kid reference there. I actually loved it. Daniel wax, Russo's wax on, fight. wax off. Like that was the biggest joke to me because Steph Curry came out and said, "No, nah, I don't think I'm gonna miss the game." Everybody's like, "Oh, Steph might not." Play. Steph's playing. I mean, if that's Steph hurt, 43, 10, and four. On four good luck, Boston. On fourteen for twenty six, eight for nine, and seven for fourteen. I will tell you one thing though, where I do get offended by Steph. I can't believe this guy doesn't shoot ninety five percent from the free throw line. He's the greatest shooter I've ever seen. Like him missing a free throw is so absurd to me because of how great he is. It's just shocking. What was Bird? About 90%? 90, I think 90.9, so 91% Steve for Steve Kerr career. was way up there for his yeah, career. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to take a Kerr out of the equation and those other guys. Uh, I think, was it Jose Calderon who had the greatest shoot, shooting year yeah. ever, 95.8 or something? Calvin Murphy was always. He broke that record. Or it was it was for the Toronto Raptors. It was, was it Jose Calderon? I can't remember. We'll have to look it up. But the reason why I say that is those guys don't go to the line the way Steph does. Uh, the guy for the Raptors, I think, was 148 for 151 or 158 for 161 that year. Wow. Game five, tomorrow night, or excuse me, Monday night. Jeez, you got to wait. Wait. Problem with the NBA. Mm. Oh. So Steph could get hurt and rehealed in that time yeah. by the time we play Monday. Three and a half is what this thing opened, 212 and a half. And we saw the under was a strong play. I love the under in the second half, too, uh, after what we saw in that first half. That under cash for you last night as well in the second half. Man, I don't know, because I look at 212 and a half now, Boston needs more possessions. Mm-hmm. I think they look at it like hey, we have more balance, and they, they got Steph, but they got the ultimate weapon. But if we get more possessions, I think it would favor Boston because they have more guys that can hurt you versus Golden State, which sounds ridiculous before the series began, but I think that's the way this is playing out. It's Steph and everybody else, and then it's, you know, it's Tatum and Brown and – if Horford does a game one, Smart can get you 20. They've got a bunch of different ways to spread you out and beat you, whereas Golden State has won. So the under seem like they're favoring Golden State more, and maybe the free-flowing more shot attempts is favoring Boston. I tend to agree with you there, and a couple of factors I want to look at that were the difference in game four compared to game three. Game number three, Boston is 52-26 to 26 in their favor points in the paint. In game number four, it's Golden State, 38-32. Second chance points also favored Boston in game number one. Uh, last night, 19-12 in favor of Golden State. The one thing that's been a little bit of a bugaboo for the Warriors this postseason, we continue to see it in the last two games, 16 turnovers last night, uh, 15 by Boston. Mm. You know, the one thing, and, and Bobby Knight used to talk about this all the time, and Parcells preached about in the NFL. You know you covered the NFC East for a long time. When you turn the basketball over, it does two things. Number one, it eliminates an opportunity for you to score. That's right. And so many other times, depending on the type of turnover, a dead ball turnover, for people unfamiliar, out of bounds, you got to reset, whatever. You set your defense. Yeah. But a live ball turnover oh. and a run out at this level, it's two points. It's, it's, or it might be three. Yeah, it's almost impossible to defend right. that quickly. Yeah. No matter how good your defense is, like Boston's exactly. is, that's how you get those free points. When I looked at the exact is now going forward, and obviously this series is going to go six or seven. Mm-hmm. How would you play this? Because there's some pretty juicy options here for plus money. 
if you think Golden State, and right now the big, the favorite on the board is it holds serve at home. Yeah. You know, Golden State wins game five, wins game seven, Boston wins game six, plus $2. If you think Golden State in seven. Golden State can win two in a row, which would be ultimately three in a row when they were down 2-1. Come back and win this in six, that's 275. Or if you think that Celtic pride is going to kick in, a defense is going to kick in, and they can either win the next two, that's $3, or if they can win a game seven in Golden State, like LeBron and Kyrie did for Cleveland back in the day, which nobody thought they could do, that gets you plus 325. If you had to play an exacta, which way would you go? I would go Warriors in seven. I think both teams are going to hold serve in the next two games on their home floor. I think it's going to be a real challenge here to be able to win uh, away from home, even though Boston's had great success in the postseason. Winning Game Seven in Miami, uh, beating uh, Milwaukee on their home floor, I think it's going to be a different challenge. I, you know, I thought the series was kind of leaning towards Boston at two-one, mm-hmm. but they're going to win the series. I didn't have an opinion before the series started, um, but you got to give Golden State a ton of credit, and the way Steph is playing and their crowd is unbelievable. I mean, they react every time Clay or Steph knocks down a three-point shot, Jordan Poole, whomever <laughs> it may be. It's unbelievable. When you see that price at $2 that you like for Golden State in seven, and you see now the series price mm. is Golden State minus $1.50, yeah. would you rather take the exacta at two to one, assuming that if they win, they have different ways you can still get to seven. It doesn't right. have to be home court, but they could slip up, go back to Boston, and come back. Seems not as plausible, but maybe better value. Or do you run the risk that, that Golden State gets this thing done in six? Yeah, I, I would take the Warriors minus 150, and the reason being is this. You can take the Warriors at minus 150, win game number five, and then when we get to game six, you're going to have odds really skewed in Golden State's favor. And you can come back with Boston odds to win the series at yep. a minimal amount where you hedge your position to where you're basically having a free roll. You have no risk involved. Yeah, When you look at just if it's going to be six or seven, if mm-hmm. it's seven games now, that's minus $1.20. For the series, doesn't matter who you think is going to win, and same thing if you think somebody's going to win two in a row here, that's even money, plus a dollar. You you still like the seven, and you could lay the smaller number at minus a dollar twenty, which is interesting because if you like the Warriors at minus one fifty, you could play just that the series goes seven and lay it only a dollar twenty. You don't even have to get the right team to win. You're absolutely right about that. That's a great point. I want to bring up one other point real quick, and this is where Dave, I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a long time. If you look at numbers, you can exploit them. Okay, see, we have the Warriors right now to win in uh, seven in seven games, the exact correct score. Yep. Uh, four games to three plus two dollars. Warriors to win four games to two plus two seventy five. Warriors minus a game and a half is plus three twenty five. What person is taking the Warriors four games to two plus two seventy five when you can get Warriors minus a game and a half plus three twenty five? You put the numbers up there. You put up bad numbers. Somebody's going to take advantage of them. I'm telling you, there are a lot of people out there that do this for a living, that they see these numbers, and this is where you take advantage of it. This, this is a perfect example. That's great eyes right there. Because you, sometimes you overlook it. Because if you're looking just in the series correct score, you're not even looking at the series spread, which is essentially the same thing in a different, in a different way to get there. But to your point, plus 325, if you like the Warriors in six, yeah. you play that. Yeah, absolutely, right? So right now you can take the Warriors in six, in essence, plus 325. You can take the Warriors in seven, plus $2. Um, and they win. You're locking in profit, baby. Yeah, absolutely. And that's better than your minus 150 series? It, there you go, yeah. See, that? that is news you can use right there, America. That's excellent.
So instead of playing the Warriors minus 150, you could walk in series spread Warriors minus a game and a half at plus 325, and then the Warriors in seven games at plus $2. And as long as the Warriors win the series, you're getting plus money versus that minus 150. Absolutely. I, I mean, you got to find these things. If you look around long enough, you'll see these types of bets. They're so funny to me um, how you can find these so easily. Final minute of this segment. Can I interest you in MVP, not named Steph Curry, of one Jalen Brown at 7-1? Yes. Um, because I think if Boston wins, he's got to be the MVP. If he is not the MVP, unless Tatum has a three-game run or Plus a two- eighty-five for Tatum. So are these, these are obviously the same people that make the odds on this uh, con Smythe, and I know we're going to get into that later on. I've got a very strong opinion on that. Last year, I cashed a big ticket on Vasilevsky. I was like, listen, if Tampa's winning this thing, he's the con Smythe. He's the guy. 100%. Speaking of Vasilevsky, let's talk some lightning in Rangers. It could get wrapped up tonight. We'll discuss when you come back with us. Betting across America, right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with some of the best betting content in the biz right here at VSIN.com. Subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel's got you covered all the way through the NBA Finals. Same thing for Andy McNeil through the Stanley Cup Finals. Going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued Best Bets, premium articles covering golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily Best Bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. I look up at the RBC, the uh, Canadian Open, and it looks like a major championship leaderboard. Justin Thomas right now is one shot off the lead of Tony Finau, who's never won a major, but it feels like a major champion. Of course, you got Rory McIlroy, the defending champion, Sam Burns, who's had the second best year, not named Scotty Scheffler, Matty Fitzpatrick overseas, a very accomplished player in his own right. So you look up, and I'm sure with all the talk of live golf, PGA Tour is like, look at our names. Look at our league. Look at our talent. they got to be loving the fact that they have a class leaderboard right now. Absolutely right. Dave, I want to ask you something real quick in golf. Um, you know, I thought Chris Everett made a great point in tennis. She goes, if you win one Grand Slam tournament, I give you credit for it. But, you know, it's like you maybe you had a good draw, mm. and it worked out well, and you won. Maybe some people fell by the wayside, and it worked out for you. If you win a major and you're a one-time champion only, in your mind, is that like, okay, hey, this guy had a great 72 holes? Or, mm. you know, a guy like Finau who is not one, but is a terrific golfer. Pedigreed, right. Yeah, like, how do you view somebody? Oh, because great question. I, I, I feel like sometimes, and, and, and you can say I'm wrong, we make too much of the performance based on 72 holes when a guy can dominate the entire course of a season but may not have a course that plays to his strengths, 
may not have a particularly great day or somebody just gets off to a tremendous start and, and perseveres through 72? It's a great question. Finau, by the way, talk about a start. He was seven under through 11. He shot a 29 in the front nine today. Wow. So pedigree player, but again, never winning a major is a big deal, right? Yeah. And so when you ask about one-time major champions, my buddy Tyler Fulgham does a great job in this industry over at ESPN. He and I have argued these points for about a decade. And that is, you know, you can look back in tennis and say Michael Chang, who won the French Open when he beat Stefan Egberg, and it was cramping. But people remember that because I think Chang was, it was such an upset story, if right. you will, that they remember that one. And that's yeah. it. From Michael Chang. Right. In golf, if you win multiple, you're probably going to the Hall of Fame. Right. Right? So, like, Dustin Johnson's now won two. Even now he's over in Live Golf. Boy, that's going to be interesting when those discussions happen for Hall of Fame. We assume he's a Hall of Fame golfer, FedEx Cup champion, former number one in the world, two-time major champion. Jordan Spieth's already won three. Rory McIlroy's won four. Brooks Kepka's won four. The one-timers do get forgotten a little bit. Right. Like, you, you can go find those guys, right? And there are guys that were had their, their great four days to win a PGA championship like a Sean McKeel back in the day, and then nobody ever heard of Sean McKeel again, right? John Daly won twice. So when John Daly did it as an alternate to win the PGA championship, they thought, oh, this is a fluke. They did it again at the British. So like, when you win two, it does separate you in golf, I think, maybe even more so than tennis, if you make those singular uh, individual sports comparisons. I like the point that what you made about winning too. I, I would push back on DJ with this. He's got 16 tour wins. Like to me, great. He's won two, but I'm like, this guy's a winner to win 16 different tournaments. Yeah. That that's impressive. You know, I'm going to give you a name and I, I think you might disagree with me on this one. Sergio Garcia won the masters mm -hmm. one and only major. I think Sergio's a very good golfer. I don't look at Sergio as an elite golfer. Um, I, I think He's, he's very good. I think, you know, in golf, guys become extremely wealthy. They have a bit of a name. Yeah. He's a Spaniard. Um, he's done really well. He's competed. But I'm like, yeah, okay, you won one. I To me, the greatness in golf and tennis, you got to do it twice. You got to at least be able to do it twice. You know, Michael Chang was an undersized guy. Didn't have the power, just no. the ability to be able to compete with these guys. I mean, it, it was just amazing to be on that same court with those guys, let alone winning. I'm not taking anything away from Garcia, and I'm sure you have a differing opinion. I just saw based on your reaction. All, all I'm saying is, I look at, I'm not going to sit there and compare guys to Tiger and Jack and all that, but I look at guys like Lefty. The reason he could win at his age, because the greatness. Six time major champion. Yeah, that, like that's greatness. Right. I'm saying, I, I feel like guys like Sergio, I, I need to see it one more time. The reason why I will put Sergio in the upper half of the sure. one timers is because he should have won others. He gave away right. one at the British Open where yeah. he lipped out on the 18th hole on the high side, the pro side. Kind of unfortunate break there. The, the, he's such an enigma wrapped inside of a riddle, Sergio Garcia, because he said infamously, before he won at Augusta, I'm never going to win a major. I'm not built for it. I can't do it. And then he goes and wins at Augusta. And I was like, what is that? Normally when you put that out there, right, you're not supposed to manifest it and say it out loud. He said the direct opposite of what ended up happening. Like, Sergio is a Ryder Cup superstar. By the way, and this is my big, biggest thing with Live Golf, these guys, because the, the Ryder Cup now kind of is, that's their purview, right? Yeah. They can say, PGA Tour, if, if the PGA Tour says you can't play, we can't let you play in the Ryder Cup. Sergio Garcia made his reputation well before he ever won that, that Masters at the Ryder Cup. Like, stick it to the to the U.S. Let's go Euros. Ian Poultsy, Poulter. Poulter's not a Hall of Famer. Sergio probably won't be a Hall of Famer, but he'll be in the conversation. 
Sure. That's how great he was in the Ryder Cups. But if he doesn't win another one, we'll even be allowed to play in another one. We'll find out. He's going to be an interesting case study for the one-timers. Two quick things real quick. Number one, if Sergio played basketball, he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer because they put everybody in Springfield. Ben yeah. Wallace is in. <laughs> exactly. God. friend of mine, uh, my buddy just sent me this text. He goes, majors in golf are a higher level of competition. The, the best get up and prepare for these tournaments differently. That's true. Okay. I'm not a big golf guy. I'm just asking yeah, yeah. from the standpoint as a guy who may watch a one major a year. Now I watched um, this PGA Championship pretty closely. Yeah, you were on the right side, yeah. right, with Billy Horseshoes. Well, last week you, you did. Yeah. Last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my point is, you sit there and I, I generally don't watch a lot of this. So I don't, you know, a lot of times I might be speaking out of turn here when no. I reference somebody like Sergio. But not at all. In terms of the comparison for getting ready for majors, what's your take on that? I think I think that's a very astute observation. And here's what I'd say to that: If you look historically you will get more quote-unquote flash-in-the-pan golfers to win one major mm-hmm. than you will the greats in tennis. Because we, we kind of always knew at a French Open, it's a handful of guys, right? right? right. And now that handful's even been chopped down yeah. even more so to maybe two, right. right? Which is incredible over the last couple decades. Yeah. Right? Wimbledon, we knew it was going to be Sampras. Agassi's going to stick his neck in there. <laughs> Roddick's going to try to make a point. And then here comes Roger Federer, right? right. So it's always the same guys. You can get the Sean McKeel that shows up at a PGA and then you never hear from him again. You can get some of these guys that, you know, they, they, they do it somehow once and then you, you never hear from him again. I can't even remember who won uh, when Vanderbilt collapsed at the British Open. I think it was, uh, I, I want, boy, like that, that's the point. A one-timer, and you forget, all you remember is Vanderbilt just melting in the sun on an infamous Sunday. So you get golfers somehow in this great field. It's so much deeper I think in tennis, where you had the same core, which is a testament to that core, no, to be able to do I, it for decades. I think that's a great comparison. I think when you look at the top 50 players in golf, they're far closer. Yes. And part of it is the sport compared to the top 50 in tennis. Like between Serena and number 50, oh it's like the distance between Los Angeles and New York. <laughs> yes. I mean, it really is. And that, that's kind of the point when you look at some of these futures, and we're going to get to the US, US Open next week. I can't wait for it. And you go, well, I'll, I'll play some Billy Horschel at 100 to yeah. 1, 80 to 1, whatever the numbers are now, because I think he was 100 to 1 last week. Because there is, in golf, there's these pockets. Scotty Scheffler's in the middle of one of those pockets as a four-time tour champion now in this calendar year and also winning at Augusta. I was, I was taught that a long, long time ago, that when you watch golfers at this level get hot, yeah. they tend to stay hot for a short period of time. And that's where we talked about Jordan Spieth winning those three majors in a short period of time. Brooks Kepka winning those majors four in a short period of time. Rory, early in his career, four. Hasn't won in almost a decade. So find the guy that's in the pocket. Might not be a major champion yet, like Scheffler winning for the first time, first major, but he'd already won three other times on tour this yeah. year. That, find those pockets. Horschel might be one of those guys. Stuart Sink. Stuart Sink. He won at the British Open against Tom Watson. Tom Watson should have won that event at the age of 59. Watson's got a par 18. He makes a bogey. Stewie Sink wins that one. Everybody hates Stewart Sink for it. It's not his fault that Watson broke bogeyed 18. First of all, I didn't know it. I got the text, but I can oh. tell you right now, I couldn't pick Stewart Sink out of a police lineup if he was standing in it by himself. I've, I actually, it's, it's unbelievable. I feel sorry that Stewart Sink won that. He apologized. Like, it's like he goes, hey, that should have been yours. Like, that, that should have been Tom Watson's at 59. But again, who knew he, by the way, Stewart Sink that day made a birdie on 18 coming in that nobody thought was going to be for anything. Yeah. And then the field started to back up. Watson bogeys 18. They go to a playoff. Stuart Sink wins. And everybody hates Stuart Sink. It's not his fault. His job is to win. That's what he did.
When we come back, let's talk some Major League Baseball. Derek Carty is going to join the program here. You're under 3-0 Sox. They just get one in the bottom of the fourth. We'll keep an eye on that and everything going on in Major League Baseball. And again, a good-looking leaderboard at the RPC north of the border in Toronto. Come on back. It's Betting Across America right here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, you can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. One of our producers, Brian Ortega, came out during the break. Always love chopping it up with Brian, movies, et cetera. Guy's a wealth of information. He really is. He's been in our program to discuss the Oscars. Gives you all the best odds. You can actually, I don't know how, you can actually make a profit like Brian does in those. If Top Gun Maverick doesn't win Best Picture, by the way, I haven't seen it yet. So don't tell me if Tom Cruise dies. I just want, I want to make Brian mad at me. I saw it uh, last weekend. Oh, oh. and uh, Fell asleep about 30 minutes, about 30 minutes of the movie. Now listen. Are you giving it a bad review? No, I'm not actually. But you know, I probably have fallen asleep the last five movies I've gone. Went to this movie. We went at 10:40. The Why damn movie. 10, hold on. Hold, hold on a second. 10:40. The movie didn't start till 11:10. Yeah, you gotta wait. Dude, 27 minutes, 30 minutes of commercials and previews. Are these people out of their mind? And uh-huh. at like one something in the morning. You do have to go see it in the XD or the IMAX, though. I wonder if the scenes were amazing. You fell asleep. Yeah, listen, it's all right. I mean, listen, I, it's too long, man. Two hours? Come on, give me 90 minutes. I got to go. Baseball is longer than that. Let's bring on Derek Cardi right now. Follow him on Twitter, at Derek Cardi. Does a great job here at VEASAN as one of our MLB betting analysts. Uh, Derek, very quickly, have you seen Top Gun Maverick yet? I haven't. I just saw the original for the first time last night, so uh, I am looking forward to seeing it, but haven't seen it yet. God bless you, Derek, because I say if you have not seen the original, you should not be allowed to see the sequel. <laughs> So I'm with That's you on that. That's kind of how I feel. What are you going to go see the sequel for if you don't know the context from the original? Derek, your stock goes way up. It was already very high anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about the Major League Baseball slate today, Derek. And I know you like a uh, maybe an interesting play here today. When you look at Detroit at home against Toronto, do you think these Tigers might be frisky a little bit? Uh, I like them at the odds that you're getting them at. Like, obviously, they're a big underdog, and they should be. 
but not quite this big. You know, the, the money line implies they have about a 31% chance of winning this game. My projection system, the bat, thinks they have a 38% chance. So still going to lose most of the time, but when they do win, you're getting paid off enough for it to happen. You know, it's one of these classic situations where they're a bad offense, they're a bad team in general. Nobody wants to bet on them. Obviously, Toronto is great. Kevin Gaussman's been really good this year. Um, and so I think the line is just kind of shaded that way towards that bias. And there's a little bit of value betting on on the, the ugly side. Derek, I love the explanation you just gave on why you like Detroit in this game, despite the fact they're plus 220. If you could expand a little bit in terms of how you may potentially look at some underdogs, because I think a lot of people generally that might be novices to betting baseball, not a ton of people do on a daily basis compared, obviously, to NFL. In terms of how you look at an underdog, you got an 0-5 pitcher right now in this one. Uh, on the flip side, um, I think Gosman's on the mound. You know, people would say, well, Toronto's got to win. But the reality is in baseball, the worst team still wins three out of eight games. The best team wins five out of eight games. That's exactly it. Like, bad teams are still going to win sometimes just because that's how baseball works, yeah. just from natural random variance. And uh, it's hard if you're just kind of like eyeballing the numbers to be like, yeah, like, this is an underdog that I think has a better chance than the money line implies. It's a lot easier if you have some numbers to back it up, if you have a full projection system that, that looks at everything, that says, okay, well, I know that Detroit is bad. I know that their pitchers are bad. I know Toronto's good, but to what extent? And if you can measure them against each other, that that's really where you can find value betting these types of things in identifying, okay, they're bad, but not this bad. Derek, I don't know if Anaheim is a bad team now. Joe Madden is out, and all of a sudden – the Metropolitans are in town here. They had been red hot. They got cooled off by San Diego, trying to get it back going against Anaheim. What do you make of this matchup tonight? In the, do they still call it the Big A? Because I still call it the Big A. <laughs> yeah, this is another one where uh, I would definitely take uh, a bet on the underdog. You know, the implied win percentage here is about 44%, and my projection system has it as basically a toss-up, you know, basically a 50-50 proposition here. Um the Mets are without Starling Marte, so that's going to hurt their offense a little bit. Alonzo returned last night, but maybe not quite 100% yet. But really, more than anything else, like this is a Mets, a Mets team that has done really well to this point in the year, but they're probably not this good. They're, they're probably a really, really good team, but they've been, I think, the second-best offense this year. They're probably more like seventh-best or eighth-best in baseball going forward. And so that type of thing, you know, is, uh, is you know, Vegas lines notoriously are going to, you know, shade their lines toward what towards what teams have actually done as opposed to what the underlying talent level is and what we should expect them to do going forward. So I think this one is really just about the Mets being, um, you know, one of the bigger overperformers to this point in the season. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. So many times you see some of these numbers and they're so skewed in favor of some of these teams. It's a little bit ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Any particular teams that maybe people should be paying attention to that you either think are overvalued or undervalued at this point in time, not necessarily specific to a game today? Yeah, well, I think the Mets are a little bit overvalued. Uh, I think both uh, both the uh, the other top teams in that division are undervalued. I think the Braves and I think especially the Phillies have been underperforming what they should be doing to this point in the year. Like they have a lot of talent, the Phillies in particular, that has just not translated into wins yet. But I would have to think over a bigger sample size, it's going to because they have legitimately like six stud hitters in their lineup day in and day out. They have probably two of the top 10 or 15 pitchers in baseball, some pretty good rotation depth. Yeah, their defense is bad. Their bullpen hasn't been good. 
Um, but if you have really strong starting pitching and really strong offense, that's really like 80% of the pie. And, uh, they just haven't been winning to the extent that I think they should to this point. Talking with Derek Cardi, follow him on Twitter at Derek Cardi. And let's talk about those, uh, flying fills all of a sudden flying high with Joe Girardi out of there. Uh, mad bomb's going to go for Arizona today against Zach Wheeler, uh, the former metropolitan on the bump for the fills. What do you make of them long-term? You mentioned that the lineup is there, right? The bullpen's still not great, but. Are you buying in that the change is all they needed and, and here they go? Cause they have taken flight since firing Joe Girardi. Yeah. It's a shame because it's not like I had any love for Joe Girardi. Like he was just meh, whatever managers honestly don't have that much impact in my opinion. But I think uh, the narrative that we are going to see is that, Oh, well they fired Girardi and then they got way better. So they just needed to fire Girardi when they were just due for positive regression anyway. You know, maybe a change of scenery, you know, change in the clubhouse, like fine, great, maybe, I have no idea. Um, there's no way we really can know those things. We're not in the clubhouse. We're, we're not inside the players' heads. But really what it comes down to is this team was bound to get better regardless, in my opinion. Yeah, right, right now they're just on one heck of a streak. And Metropolitan's nice that they've built that cushion them all, but it does feel like here come the Phillies. Let's see if they can keep this going today. Uh, very quickly, conversely here, you look at Washington and the NLEs taking on Milwaukee here. And Derek, what's happened to the Brew Crew? Do you like them today to bounce back against Patrick Corbin? Yeah, so uh, um, honestly, I think I'd probably take... I'd probably take the underdogs here. Okay. Um, I'd probably go go with the Nationals. I don't think there's quite as much value as, as betting on the Angels or Detroit, but it's another situation where... Uh, you know, Patrick Corbin has been really, really bad, but he's probably not this bad. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, the the line is just kind of shaded a little bit too much towards the favorite. Okay, yeah, because I look at that too, Amal, I go, man, plus 130, that's, that, it feels like it should be bigger for the Brewers, and maybe the number is telling us something, maybe some positive return here uh, for Patrick Corbin. Very quickly, Derek, do you have some props today in the Major League Baseball slate that you like? Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about the Phillies. Um, I like uh, Bryce Harper's RBI prop today uh, over over 0.5 RBIs plus 175 uh, looks really good to me. Again, the Phillies are really good. They're at home. They're in a good park. Um, Madison Bumgarner is a shell of his former self. I expect this offense to start hitting more. Harper's their best hitter. Um, I really like the way his uh, his RBI sets up here. Uh, the implied projection is about 0.56. My projection is. Uh, 0.82 and so there, there's some good value here um, I think there's some decent uh, strikeout props out there Ryan Feltner strikeout under under four and a half plus 110 115 or so um, and uh, I think I'd take the under on on Bumgarner strikeout as well plus you know four and a half again plus 115 or so is about where you're going to find it do we have to continuously still bet against Bumgarner because it seems like he's kind of reaching the end of the road a little bit I know he had a two starts ago he was a little bit better but it just seems like he's been highly inconsistent yeah, that's the nice way to put it. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's really not very good anymore at all. Uh, his ERA this year is actually pretty good, three six four, but his FIP is five. Uh, most projection systems thinks he's going to finish the year uh, the rest of the season with an ERA close to or over five. His strikeouts are are just not coming back. The control's not really great anymore. He's allowing home runs. Like he's just. He's just not that good anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not the old Mad Bomb, that is for sure. Derek Cardi, really appreciate your information as always. And I really appreciate the fact that you watched Top Gun, went back <laughs> and watched it from 1986, and then saw Top Gun Mad. That's the way to go. 
When we come back, we'll update some more Major League Baseball and what's going on in the world of golf as well. Come on back, Betting Across America on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.